The views and opinions expressed on our podcast by us or by any guest are those of our own and of our guests. They do not reflect the views, opinions, or approval of any Grand Lodge of Freemasonry or any lodge of any jurisdiction. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a message we received from my brother Mason. He's feeling a little distressed and a little embarrassed. Why? Well, we'll get to the details next on the Masonic Ring Podcast, which starts right now. It's the way that I can tell the world the kind of man I am That I put my trust in God above and for brotherhood I stand It reminds me to be honest and to remember whence I came I'm a man that you can count on That's why I wear this ring Hello and welcome to episode number 27 of the Masonic Ring Podcast. I want to thank all of you out there for joining us. And just to let you know that we have a website that you can visit, themasonicringpodcast.com. Today we are going to be talking about a message that uh, I received on Facebook from a brother Mason. He's feeling a little distressed and a little embarrassed. And without further ado, I want to get right into the episode And I'm going to start by reading his message. Now, I want to mention that I am not going to uh, say his name because I did not ask for permission to say his name. But I think this message is something that all of us Masons um, could benefit from. The message reads like this. Hi, Nathan. I have been a brother Mason since I was 18. But sadly, I've only been a dues payer for the past 10 years because I traveled so much for work. I recently moved to a new location, and I would like to reach out to that lodge, but at the same time, I'm embarrassed by how much I have forgotten. I've also changed jobs where I am home more and want to get more involved with a lodge. How should I approach the new lodge from a standpoint of someone as myself who has been away from it for so long, faithful on dues, but just not active? He also adds... I also have just recently started listening to all your podcasts, and I really appreciate them. I would like to first mention that um, I love hearing from people that listen to the podcasts, and I also want to give out just a little disclaimer saying that I am not an expert in Freemasonry. You know, I have 15 years under my belt, but I am learning stuff all the time that I didn't know before. So... I cannot speak for every jurisdiction, and I cannot speak for, you know, even my current jurisdiction. I also love hearing that people enjoy the podcast. So if you have a question, comment, or just want to say hi, you can reach us on uh, Facebook, The Masonic Ring, or visit our website, themasonicringpodcast.com. So... Let me start by getting into this message and how I approached it. On episode number 12, that's entitled, Are You a Member or a Dues Payer? I, I spoke about the differences between the two. Now, one thing I want to mention is that there, for a while, for a few years, I was just a dues payer. I had a new family. I had a... Uh, 
pretty intense job and I was just not able to get to the lodge. Now, I am not the type of person that judges anybody. I am not the type of person that will condemn somebody for not going to the lodge or not being active or anything like that. So this message hit me a little bit because I too have been there. And I still believe that there is a difference between a member and a dues payer. A member is somebody that is active in their lodge, that goes through the offices, that that is always there to help, that may show up one evening and just sweep the floors without anybody knowing it. A dues payer is somebody that religiously and faithfully pays their dues every year, but that's about the only time they ever think of the lodge. There is a difference between somebody that is willingly neglecting the lodge and their brothers and somebody that just can't do it because of work or because of family. And for all of you brothers out there, you know that Freemasonry is not to interfere with your vocation or your family. So I want to say right off the bat that I am not judging or condemning or otherwise insulting anybody out there that is listening that may not be active in their lodge. The, there's so many different circumstances, and to be honest with you, life just happens. I mean, let's be honest. Life happens. So, for this episode, I want to talk more about this specific situation and how somebody should probably go about go about joining a new lodge that has been out of it for so long. I guess one thing that I would probably suggest, and this is by no means the way you should go about doing it if you don't feel like this is the right way for you, but here's what I would suggest, and this is what I kind of suggested to this brother. I said, first I asked him what jurisdiction he's in. And he moved from one location to another location within the same jurisdiction, which is going to make things a little bit easier. My first suggestion would be to, to find out when this lodge, this new lodge that you are now local in, is having their meetings. I would try to search for them on Facebook, try to find a way to contact them if you can before you go. If that's not an option, I would show up one day, show up a little bit earlier, find the secretary or the master, find somebody, and, and sit down and explain the situation to them. Because if you are a member in good standing and you have a valid dues card, although you may have forgotten some of the ritual or whatever that may be, they have, there are different ways to try a brother to make sure that they actually are a brother. And I know in my jurisdiction, you can actually go online and um, type in their member number and it'll tell you whether or not they are a member in good standing. Um, as far as Ohio goes, I believe that 
technically all that's required is a valid dues card and a photo ID if it's somebody that we don't know. However, that that does not that does not let you off the hook for examination because the it's technically up to the tiler. He can look at your dues card and he can look at your ID and he may say, "Okay, you're good." He may go in Ask the secretary to type it up on the website. Make sure you're a member in good standing. He may also give you an examination. And that's, you know, the Tyler's prerogative. But if you go in as a brother, approaching other brothers, and you say, this is my situation. And you talk to him about it. And... I'm going to I am going to probably lay money down that 99% of the time you'll be welcome into that lodge with no problem. My second suggestion would be if you're because you know human emotions do play a big part in it. You're embarrassed, you don't, you know, you're distressed. The first thing I would say is try your best not to be embarrassed. Because things happen. We are a brotherhood. And we are to accept our brother Masons. And we are to help them. Um, you know, not to not to sit there and, and criticize you. You know, they're not going to... Any lodge that you go into, if they start criticizing you because of the situation, then that's not a lodge you want to be a part of anyway. I would bet... Nine times out of ten, they're going to bring you in, they're going to talk to you, and they're going to tell you the best way to go about making sure that you can get your demit in, um, you know, you want to join that lodge, and you may have forgotten a bunch of stuff, but the best thing, the best way to relearn all of that is to go to lodge, is to go to the meetings, and it'll start coming back to you. So my sex, second suggestion would be if if you are embarrassed and you you know you don't want to approach um, strangers you know they're brothers but you don't know them it would be to reach out to the Grand Lodge of the jurisdiction you're in so to, for for me it would be the Grand Lodge of Ohio now for somebody else you know if you're West Virginia if you're California if you're Texas. Go to Google, type in Grand Lodge of Texas or Grand Lodge of West Virginia. Call them and explain the situation. Tell them what lodge is your local lodge, and they will help you to get to that lodge. They will introduce you to somebody. You know, I don't know 100% exactly how they would do it, but I can bet money that they would be more than happy to get you in there so that you can start fellowshipping with your with your brothers so that would be my second suggestion would be to reach out to the grand lodge you know the grand lodge is there to help they they want people to be active they want members to be active you know not just dues payers but active they want to get in they want you to be a part of the lodge go through the chairs get out in the community and do all of that stuff so of course, they're going to help you. 
Um, so let's go on a little bit into the messages. Um, I responded, asked him what jurisdiction he was in, and he told me. And um, I asked him if the if the lodge that you are a currently member of is this is in the same jurisdiction that the new lodge is in. And he said yes. And I reached out to them. He said, or well, a fellow member who goes there because I have not been active for so long. And he just told me to look up the closest lodge and see when a meeting is and go. I guess I'm just embarrassed to try and go because there is so much I have forgotten about my brotherhood. And that goes back to what I was saying is that's completely understandable because I've been there. There was a time for a few years that I was just a dues payer. And when I, when I did go back to lodge, um, you know, there's a, there was a lot of brothers in there I didn't know. And it was almost like I was coming back to the lodge that I was raised in. And it was a brand new lodge to me with new people. And I didn't know what was going on. So listen, I get it. Um, let me get to the uh, other part. He then goes on to ask, do you know if there is a thing within lodges whether state or nationwide, where quote-unquote dues payers, such as myself, who want a refresher on what is what it is to be a Mason and get a refresher on the degrees. And to that, I responded with um, the best way. I, there's nothing like that that I'm aware of. That there may be, but not to my knowledge. But in all honesty, the best way to refresh yourself is to go back to Lodge. Get back into your Blue Lodge, and you don't have to be 100% active right away, but don't miss a meeting. Go in there, every stated meeting, every um, degree work, everything, and it'll come back to you. Um, trust me, it will come back to you. So here's the uh, big, long message that I sent back. I said, I understand the embarrassment. I went through a time where I was just able to where I was just a dues payer myself, but in all honesty, there's no need to be embarrassed. I don't know of anything like that, but the best way to get refreshed is to start attending a lodge regularly. I am not familiar with the requirements of your jurisdiction, but in Ohio you would go to the new lodge, let them know that you would like to make that lodge your primary lodge. They would have you fill out another petition, uh, but this one would not be for a new uh, petitioner. This would be for a current brother that is wanting to file, um, wanting to change their primary lodge. They'll have you fill out another petition, but this one would be for transfer of membership. The lodge would then have to vote to accept your petition. And then an, then an investigating committee would be put out on you and you would be voted on more than likely the next stated meeting. If you are approved, then you would file for what's called a demit, which with which transfers your membership from your current lodge to the new lodge that you're applying membership for. So my suggestion would be for you to contact the Grand Lodge and explain your situation. And I am sure they would reach out to your local lodge to help you get your membership transferred. And I provided him the telephone number.
So like I said, I am not an authority on this. But the best thing that I can say is, one, don't be embarrassed. I understand why you, what, why you might be, but don't be embarrassed. It, things happen. Life happens. Two, either reach out to the local lodge, whether by Facebook Messenger, email, telephone, you know, and if you can't find any of that, reach out to your Grand Lodge. If you're feeling a little bit intimidated about meeting at the lodge, I am sure a brother, you know, whether the secretary or master or one of the brothers would, would meet you on neutral ground, say at a, at a restaurant and have lunch together. I don't, I cannot imagine any member of any lodge denying somebody that, you know, denying a, a, a brother in good standing. So that's, I mean, that's just beyond my comprehension for anybody to do that. You know, even if a brother or if a potential brother reaches out, they'll meet with them, ask them questions and, and let them know about the fraternity and different things like that. So, but anyway, that, that's a, I know this is a short episode, but that is uh, or this subject is something that I, I just I really think is important to discuss because if we're going to build a bond of brotherhood, and one of the brothers goes away and is gone for a little little while, are you not going to welcome him back when his situation changes? Of course not. You're going to welcome him back with open arms. And that's exactly what happened with me. Even the new people that I did not know, you know, I, I there was some old timers that I knew. And, you know, that lodge has been my lodge for since I was raised. I mean, I, I was running around that lodge when I was knee high to a grasshopper. So that's the blue lodge that I want to be a part of. And when I came back in, I was a sideliner for a while. You know, for those of you who don't know what that is, you sit on the sidelines and and you reacclimate yourself to the fraternity and to every everything. And then next thing I know, I'm being thrust into a chair, and uh, which is great. And now I am the newly elected junior warden of my lodge, and uh, and I'm active and I'm loving every minute of it. So. Do your best to try not to be embarrassed. That's what I'm saying. And, and for all the brothers out there that are active members, you know what I'm saying. You know you're going to welcome them back with open arms. So that's pretty much the gist of this episode. And I apologize that it's not very long, but I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about that, and I thought it was important. So I want to thank you all for listening. Don't forget to uh, check out our website, themasonicringpodcast.com. Also check us out on Facebook, The Masonic Ring. And until next time, always remember to keep it on the level. I'm a master mason and I shine the light with pride. I will teach of all our values with the great creator's guide. I present my craft with honors to a world who is in need. I'm a master mason and I want the world to see